I, I don't think she has any not, delusions about she's that. Not picking, she's not picking up what I'm putting down. She's not picking up what I'm putting down. No, indeed. No, no. <laughs> oh, well, that's as good as pop as any. And welcome to Something Random, where sometimes we talk about movies, sometimes we talk about television, but we always talk about something random. I am your host, Michael C. Macbeth. Hello, this is Joel. And here with I'm us... I'm also here. Yes, indeed. Hi. And and here with us also today is a very special guest. Uh, why don't you just go ahead and introduce yourself? Very introduce special. Yourself. Well, I like that introduction. Very special. Uh, my name is Jalyn <laughs> Courtney Webb. I am... I don't even know where to begin. Who <laughs> I do are a you? lot of things. Well, I am an actor and performer and music director and vocal coach, and I like to do a lot of things in music and theater, so, or musical theater. Yeah, tell us about your uh, tell us about your company and what you're doing right now. Well, I own a performing arts school for kids, actually kids and adults, but. In the summertime, we see a lot of children, and right now we are in week two. Actually, tomorrow we start week two of our first of three three-week camp sessions. And in those sessions, we have about 50 kids in each session, and we put on a full-length production of the musical Grease. Nice. So, um, mm, wow, words. Yeah. So, anyways, how... It, does that make it easier? Because um, I've seen this happen several times where you'll do a junior version of the mm-hmm. adult show that's going on. So obviously with set design, that makes it easier. Does it make so much easier. all parts of the process simpler? I think it does. Uh, one of the things that is uh, kind of... Six of one and half dozen of another with a show like Grease is that... And I, I at our parent meeting last week, I said this. Uh, you know, I'm in my uh, 40s. Mm-hmm. Later 40s. <laughs> and I remember seeing this sh- show as a kid, and I don't remember any of the uh, more <laughs> risque. risque content. <laughs> and most of my friends who have children don't either. And I'm pretty sure it's because our parents were drinking tab and watching TV and letting us play in the street. So mm-hmm. they just didn't even really know what we were doing. Um for example, myself and another mom that I talked to both thought when Rizzo talked about missing her period, she was missing a part of school. Right. Like Jim. I thought that oh. too, yeah. <laughs> I, I missed I my period. I don't remember that bit at all. Yeah. So That's what she says in the movie, I missed my period. Oh, yeah. I so she's my thinking period. I'm pregnant yeah. or something. I think, yeah, I think she actually I thought says, she just didn't go to science. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my I, I can't. I can't, I can't remember if she says I skipped my period or I missed my she period. She says but, I missed. But either way, it's yeah, I, it sounds like I didn't yeah. go to class. And I'm like, oh, she's bad. That girl. Yeah. <laughs> and Grease is definitely one of the ones that I romanticize as well. My sisters and I would watch it at my grandparents' house, and we would actually have my grandpa drive us to the gas station and get candy cigarettes, and we would, like, act out stuff <laughs> yeah. in their living room. And, totally true. Um, so parents are super excited, but also, I think, horrified when they actually read mm. the script. So we are doing a full, the full production that we do, minus um, some of the language and adult information, and we have rewritten <laughs> some of the songs. Sure. Which I Look think at me, I'm saying. Sandra D is is uh, poster girl of purity there is, is our version. Nice, uh, really? Yeah. Oh my god, that's I love great. it. I love it. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, a little better than lousy with virginity, because um, then that's a whole other conversation you have to have with. Yeah. So if there's a virgin. Yeah. So 
if there's anyone listening that wants to find this camp and maybe do it next time it opens, how do we find it? Uh, the easiest way is to follow us on Facebook. Well, it's, first of all, what's it called? Oh, the Academy at Midtown Arts Center. Okay. Uh, and our camps are completely sold out for this summer. I have a pretty big waiting list, which is kind of exciting. And uh, we will start our classes in the fall. And our classes, we offer classes in singing, dancing, acting. We have two private voice teachers. We have an amazing dance teacher who teaches adult tap. We have an adult voice class. And uh, all of the classes in the fall and the spring, really for the kids, kind of lead up to the production, the major production that we do um, in the summer. And we also do a, a middling size production in the spring. We just did 13 the musical with 26 kids in the spring. But you can find us on Facebook at the Academy at Midtown Arts Center. You can go to uh, the midtownartcenter.com website and click on education and you'll find us there with bios of all of the teachers and all of the information about I might classes. have to get over there for those tap classes because uh, I, I don't I have know. some upcoming stuff that I, I probably need to brush up on tap we have the best da. tap teacher around he is I tremendous completely agree yeah. is that is it Michael? Michael, Michael not this Michael, not different Michael. I know him. Michael Lazarus. <laughs> we actually need to get him in here. He's yes. great to have him. Oh, Michael Lazarus. Yeah, we, call Michael Lazarus. We we, we tend we try not to name drop, but it happens all the time. I say your name all the time. I say Seth's name all the time. What people probably don't realize is that Jalen, Seth, and myself were like. There's like this trinity. Posse. Oh, I know it. We're the three best friends. <laughs> no, it's just, uh, I don't know. So I, I do name drop at least those two. But Speaking of name dropping, yes. how crazy is it that we have the same middle name? Castilian Cordy Webb. I, I always introduce myself as Michael C. Macbeth, but no one knows that my middle name is actually Courtney. It is? I know, right? I didn't even know that, no. and I've known you no, for like 87 years. Uh, <laughs> I did know a, court, a Courtney, a boy that was a Courtney. Yeah? He didn't go by Courtney. I think I bet. That was yeah. smart of him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's what I do. Um, I also teach, uh, and Interestingly enough, for for the first time in a long time, I am in the adult <laughs> production of the show that I'm also doing with my campers. So Greece is definitely the word Greece for me is the word all summer the long. Who are you playing in Greece? Yeah. Well, boys and girls, I play Miss Lynch, the English teacher. <laughs> She's kind of fun. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I get oh, to play yeah. a xylophone. That part's cool. That is fun. Yeah, I really, really loved the the photo shoot that you guys did. That thank you turned out phenomenal. Guess yeah. whose idea that was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't see, but she has oh, two thumbs. Oh, she was right pointing thumb. to herself. <laughs> well, actually, I have to give even more credit where credit is due. And one of the other cast members uh, showed me a couple pictures, really from another theater. It's kind of a ripoff. But, wow. <laughs> Uh, we made it our own. It was a great idea. So, Taylor, thank you very much if you listen to this. Uh, but I did gather all the information and find a photographer and make it all happen. And then we, in the in the um, 
lobby right before you enter the dinner theater in the POS lobby, uh, there's a whole photo yearbook wall of those pictures in 8x10 nice. frames, which oh, is kind of cool. that's super clever. People are that's really cool. liking that, yeah. and we're able to use it for a lot of marketing. It's a really cool... And it gives it it gives it cool. more of a personalized yeah. marketing strategy, because, yeah, I've had I've had it done with Candlelight, where it's it's just like in a template frame with my headshot, but, uh, but it works really well, and it's like, hey, this is me, and this is the part I'm playing. Right. Come see the show. Yeah. This is really fun. Just it just takes ambiguous... a little bit of planning because to try to do it uh, and get that photo shoot taken care of in costume with wigs and costumes Especially when, when you only rehearse for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> we're such a fast-paced. We rehearse for two weeks and then Tech Week and open. So it's it's a little crazy. So we did that on the Monday of Tech Week in the morning. And um, I just told the costumer we just need, like, tops. We don't need full costumes. Yeah. And then we needed a couple wigs and everybody came in makeup. And it was really fast. Uh, Diane, our photographer, who's amazing. Can I say who she is you can although you are sitting amongst a photographer so well she's pretty good you, you've <laughs> seen her work i, I um, really look up to her work diane I mean, dierks she's amazing look, so while i drink this gatorade i'm gonna plug powerade <laughs> just kidding hey michael understands that no i know yes indeed no. there are there. dozens of photographers in the you area. have to you have to respect each other and work together uh, especially she, when I also do video and stuff. Yeah, she and she she doesn't do any of that. So there you go. And she is a little bit cuter than you. Just She's a little. Really pretty. Do you want that knife back or should ah. I twist it around a little bit? No, it's good. She's a beautiful girl. <laughs> anyway, she had never really done anything like that either, so it was fun for her to challenge herself. And yeah. we did it in like that. We did the photo shoot in under an hour. Nice. We just like had the backdrop set up and then she did everything created everything else put in those colored backdrops and the writing and all of that stuff it was yeah. really cool it's, it's totally fun. fun i saw grease opening night and oh my god it was <laughs> so fun i cannot wait well can i tell you a little bit about our director and choreographer sure that's kind of fun yeah that is that is a, fun, kind of a cool let's, story. let's talk about that so uh 12 years ago at the at the Carousel Dinner Theater, which is now Midtown. We've evolved. Mm -hmm. But at the time, it was still the old um, Carousel building. I uh, music directed Grease with um, some really amazing people. Seth was actually in that. I know you've had okay. him as a guest. Mm -hmm. He was uh, the teen angel. Uh, he and Scott Rathbun shared that excellent, part. Excellent. And there was this kid who was a UNC student. <laughs> His name was Josh Busher. This kid. And he played Sonny, and I had actually done Fiddler on the Roof with him prior and then music directed Grease. And then he went on to graduate from UNC and within six months of uh, going to New York had booked West Side Story on Broadway. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. So he was Diesel for two years on Broadway, and then he went into uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, and is their uh, dance, um, their choreography associate. We saw him perform on Good Morning America. We sure did. And, and then, the Tony Awards. Yep. And then <laughs> he did Big Fish on Broadway. And he is a, uh, he does, uh, he's a choreography associate for the Metropolitan Opera. Uh, he's worked with Susan Stroman. And he uh, very uh, kindly came back and directed and choreographed our show here That's in Fort awesome. Collins. So we have this phenomenal choreography that I get to watch these kids do it, every night. And it's yeah, really it unbelievably is, good really great choreography. I mean, Greece, I've seen it 20,000 times. I've been in it. 
it's not really my favorite show and he made it fun well you made it fun too Jalen, but oh thanks he <laughs> he did make it really fun to watch with all the choreography the cast is amazing i mean greece like I said, I've seen it so many times that it's one of those shows where I'm like, oh, great. But this cast is super, super fun. They really brighten it up. The choreography, the costumes, the wigs, everything's We have a great really live fun. band, five-piece band. Yeah, the band live is sax. awesome. It's really great. It's so, exciting when it all comes together and you don't have to watch the show and say, the lighting right. was really good. Mm, I, I like the fake mustaches. <laughs> yeah. um, you were on that stage. Go, yeah. So go check out. You learned out, that from me, didn't you? Go check out. Uh, we put that up in Les Mis, I think. Yeah. yeah. I always, well, I, I shouldn't say what I say because people will hear it and go, oh. But no, I usually. Don't say what you say. No, I usually say, um, gosh, you look like you're having such a good time up there. Mm-hmm. Secrets out, you guys. You can get in trouble with that because just for what you said, because Mm -hmm. a long, long time ago, my aunt, who is a photographer, pretty, pretty well-known photographer in another state, um, would when when moms would bring in new babies to be photographed, she would say, if the baby wasn't super cute, she would say, oh, your baby is so precious. What a precious baby. Okay. Okay. So then, like a year and a half into her saying this, and her office manager knew that she said that when babies weren't very cute. Yeah. Office manager had a baby. Oh, boy. And brought her in to be photographed. And the first thing Beverly said, and it was not an an unattractive baby. It was a beautiful baby, but she wasn't even thinking that that was her code word. Said, oh, your baby's so precious. And this woman burst into tears and said, you think my baby's ugly? So you have to be careful with that. Yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> and I mean, that's I, I like to change up my phrasing Good. as often as possible I just to throw well, people yeah. off. Or just too. leave really fast. Exactly. Well, it, it's funnier. I like to hear more of what other theater people say to theater people in shows. But the backhanded compliments from regular patrons are even funnier. Like... I don't know how you memorize all those words. I'm like, that's your comment on the show? That's your comment on the show? That's that's just a sheer logistics thing. That has nothing to do with it. But I don't know. I've heard that so many times. I'm like, does that mean I suck? Same, same. (laughs) Well, Greece... Greece is the word. Come see the kids. Yes. Come see the adults. If you have any interest in Greece, come see Greece all summer long. All it summer is long. Summer oh, loving. Summer We're having a blast. Loving. Yeah. And it's going to happen so fast, so fast, you guys. So get out there. Uh, <laughs> so I haven't watched that yet, but we're going to talk about what we have watched yeah. in the past week. And yeah. actually, I I just thought of this wonderful segue because, first of all, I am rewatching How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. And I just watched the episode where um, Lily has everyone come to a really awful play. <laughs> and... And Barney is honest about how awful it is. And to prove to her, he writes his own one-man show that he forces them to sit through. And um, the entire first 45 minutes was just him saying moist over and over Ah, Why would you say that to me on the radio? You're mean. It was just, all of it was just too perfect. But (laughs) Interestingly, Uh, I saw a a mutual friend of ours, Kevin, uh, last night. And he said that his favorite theater memory ever is saying those words to me on stage. Yes, I want to tell that story really quick because (laughs) I I got the best seat. Okay, so I directed a show called 25th Annual County Spelling Bee. And 
Jalen played Rona Lisa Peretti, who is um, one of the authority figures, and Kevin, our friend Kevin Schwartz, played um, Ponch, Mr. Ponch. I don't remember his full name. And he was the principal. And that he gave the words to the spellers and everything. And there were ad-libby uh, moments in the show that could change. And one of them, one night he came up to me before the show and he goes, I, I have an idea. So this person's in the audience. I remember who it was, but I'm not going to say it was. This well, it was on. industry night, so it was friendly people. Okay. Anyway, he's like, can I can I please do this? And he's like, can I, can I, ask, her, can I ask this word and like have him repeat it over and over? And I was like, absolutely. Because <laughs> he's mean too. Well. But uh, in good fun. It's all it... it, it it's all it's good it's good show quality. Yeah. Okay, so um he, I'll go with that. <laughs> the word was He used all of my words, yeah, but he, he started with <laughs> I don't know if I can say that sentence to you sitting this close to you because you might It's okay. <laughs> she might go ahead. I'm good. I'll I'll put my earphones on. <laughs> the the word was moist. And so he said, can you repeat the word? And he asked, I think, two or three times to repeat the to, word. And then to use and then it he in asked a sentence. For a, a, used it for, in a sentence. And, um, I and spilled the sentence a, had all my words. I spilled oh, a dollop man. of sour cream on my panties and they got moist and, you know, like all this <laughs> stuff. And lots of words that Jalen hates. She doesn't like blouse or trousers or, oh, no, no slacks, not trousers. Slacks. And, um, Didn't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too fun. Anyway. And Jalen's face was was very precious. I'll just say it was, <laughs> it was precious. <so> precious. <laughs> what I a was precious a happy face. camper. Anyway. So what else did we so, have you been looking at this week? Yeah, I know we, we watched? all watched one big thing. Yes indeed. I'd love to talk about that if we can. The Tony the Awards. Tony's. First and foremost. Lori Metcalf, best featured actress yes. in a play. Yes. Hello. All is, praise Lori. Do you, do you like Lori Metcalf? Oh my God, she's my favorite actress in the entire universe. <laughs> Swear to God. Okay. Oh, it's universe now. Okay. Yes. Your oh, it's always been the universe. Actress? Okay. Yeah. He, my feelings are hurt. You you need to listen to the podcast more. He talks about that. No, I know he does. Often. I'm just giving him a little bit of grief because I thought I was his favorite listen, actress. Listen, you were okay. not nominated Linda, this year. Listen, when you get nominated, <laughs> oh, we'll talk. Okay. Lori Metcalf. Anyway, three tall women. Didn't see it. <laughs> Would have loved to have seen it, but uh, her acceptance speech was great, and she looked beautiful. I think all the all the play stuff was awesome. I let's, I loved all those. Let's awards. start at the beginning. Let's okay. start okay. with Josh and Sarah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I just call them by their first names because we're tight like we're, that. We're, we're old friends. We're yeah. old friends. We're besties. Um, the Grobes and the Bears. I loved the opening segment. Yes, I loved it. Dedicating I it, it to the losers. Kind of. But in the best possible way, because it wasn't just the losers. It was the, the people who hold up all of those shows. Yeah, and, I loved that. And uh, it was really cool. It was well-written. They sounded great. I loved um, the whole feel of kind of keeping people at ease. And I really loved that they kind of promoted that hashtag Tony Dreaming. I don't know if you know about that, mm-hmm. but if you you could post pictures of yourself in, in any performance like elementary school oh, on yeah. and, they might and then they showed them to... all night long. Yeah. Which was different, really fun. Different things. I thought that was that was extremely really fun. cool. It reminded me of the was it I don't remember if it was last year or the year before when James Corden James talked Corden's about being the you know, like being 
like being a little kid in the Midwest that or wherever. That was an incredible camp, opening was as an well. Awesome opening, but I thought this was very yeah. good as well. I really loved it. So now let's talk about okay. musicals. Yes, Ooh, well, there I, were some I also, disappointments. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. listen, Mean Girls, the performance. Um, have you watched it yet? Did you watch the whole thing? I I have I've watched the entire Tony, so that's what you mean. Oh, okay. The Mean Girls performance that was on the yes. Tonys. I did not like. I it was very odd and it felt like it was written in 5 minutes. I did not like Here's it. Here's what I thought about that and then I'll let you talk about what you sure. thought. Um Mean Girls the ca- the cast of Mean Girls is a fairly for the most part, new, okay. unknown cast. Okay. Um, and I think it was evident that they were a little stage fright in being in at the Tonys and singing in front of all of their peers like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really a different feeling singing in a theater. You don't really know who's in front of you mm-hmm. on any given night, but to be in that big of a space in Radio City and try to do something. Here's the other thing. My uh, good friend who's a vocal coach in New York City posts this every year, and he's like, why the heck do they not, the week of the Tonys, not do a Sunday matinee because so many of those people are coming from an eight show week Mm -hmm. finishing their eighth show and trying to perform and they're not letting the world see them at their best they're so vocally fried and exhausted and you could easily do a Thursday matinee the prior week or pick another day that you normally don't do a show and do a special show and let them yeah, West. I mean it's the biggest. Oh, night. it's the Absolutely. biggest night, Broadway. and it's showing the world. You're trying to advertise why people should go to New York and yeah. see these shows. Like, why wouldn't you help your cast? Yeah. So that's my thought I, on that. Well, okay. I I feel the same way, and on a much smaller scale, when we were doing Les Mis and we did a little outdoor concert in Fort Collins, it was a Sunday night. Yeah, we were after, fried. Yeah, and we had all just been shouting and sitting in a bunch of smoke and everything, and yeah. <laughs> it was it was not pleasant. That's definitely all valid, and I, I I totally agree with that. I didn't. It wasn't the performance I didn't like. It was the actual song. It was the music. I did. The like, choreography was cute with the trays. That yeah, wasn't bad. Yeah, I loved bad. the trays, and I loved Karen. The song was Karen was hilarious. That's I, all. I just yeah, <laughs> I, that was that was cute. Yeah, I think best musical number in my opinion was the carousel one. And oh. I haven't gotten that far because oh, I, I started watching it this morning when I got home it from working beautiful. all night. So, you see so yeah. few. All male dances. And there was a lot of partner stuff that happened too. It wasn't just individual stuff. You know, they were helping each other out, and it was just a joy to watch. It's a cool number. The choreography is amazing. And I think Carousel is a tough sell because the story is really outdated and it's like hey yeah. he hits me because he loves me yeah. like what mm. um like but amy schumer talking about my amy fair schumer's lady. my fair lady thing was kind of funny <laughs> keep going similar yeah um but the reason you should see carousel is probably for joshua henry and for the choreography yeah. so it showed both of those things like absolutely pretty like they were a smart Broadway team that figured out this is what we want to show. It was an unusual choice, I thought, at first, but then seeing it made me go, oh, yeah, duh. This is what you want to show. You know? Absolutely. What did you think of the uh, SpongeBob Squid song? I thought it was innovative and exciting and wonderful. Choreography is great. I have listened to the full soundtrack for SpongeBob. Yeah, and I. 
It didn't particularly speak to me, partly because <laughs> I've never really watched SpongeBob the cartoon. I, neither have I. Me neither. Um, <laughs> Way after my time. And secondly, I'm I'm such a visual person. Like yeah. honestly, aside from Hamilton. I have a lot of trouble enjoying listening to any musical if I haven't seen it. I understand. I can that. I can get down on that. Yeah, um, I agree with that. It was it was actually the exact opposite for Hamilton. I would rather just listen to it and uh, yeah, and not watch yeah. It. You've mentioned that yeah. before. Did you see yeah. it? Um, I I saw like a a, a video. Oh, you haven't of seen it. it live. Yeah, I okay, have not seen gotcha. it live. But I I didn't really care to spend the money to see it live after seeing yeah. the video clips. I was like, oh, it yeah. doesn't doesn't seem that appealing to me personally. That makes sense. Um, the tap dancing, four-legged tap dancing yeah, was so pretty cool. great. That was awesome. Because when I first, Okay, so Sp- the guy SpongeBob comes out. First of all, I didn't know he wasn't dressed like a sponge. He's just wearing... A crazy suit. Yeah. Um, which so that was neat, and then the the squid guy comes out in the same. I don't know the character name. Sorry, I'm not familiar. With, he comes out, and I didn't even realize that character had four legs. I had to go and look at the cartoon up mm-hmm. on Google, and because I'm going, why does he have four legs? But it was so cool. And then right? he tap dances with four feet. It was great. I did read an interesting commentary on the Tonys that said that in the list of many disappointments one of the biggest ones was spongebob losing for sound design they're like they have an entire foley situation set up in the pit to make all Mm -hmm. of those cartoon noises like is that not good enough for broadway come on yeah like that i didn't realize that's pretty pretty incredible no it's it's very frustrating how slanted all award shows end up being yeah towards towards one particular and this year it was piece. the band's visit it was yeah. a band's visit which i'm sure is is great and innovative but you know yeah to to same with the oscars i feel like it's it's a it's all about just being edgy and dark and right i think that the, the tony fun. voters thought that this year was too commercial mm-hmm. and so they decided haha we're going to show you world yeah. we're going to yeah. all vote for this tiny little musical the fun loving fluff pieces just kind of get shafted matter. i um, will say that once on this island yeah, was I wanted to amazing say, and we, yes. we did get to see that we saw it in new york not opening night but second the, night second night and oh, cool. it was so cool. One of, the, I, one of the, I think I talked about it actually when we first got back. It's in the round. Oh, There's heavens. sand on it the stage. So cool. There's water, water on the stage. They mentioned that and a bunch diapers. of live animals. Mm-hmm. And, yep. Yeah, Chickens. and um, they did a performance on. They did the, the performance of one of the coolest parts of the show, I thought, which was when, when the hurricane comes and the girl's floating mm-hmm. on the hood of the car. They kind of did a weird mashup. They, they of did. Like they kind of they kind of shortened it um, and and because like they a did Mama medley. will provide which... right. And um, I was happy they they showed some of that. Co- that. I thought those were all the greatest parts of the show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And um, or some of the greatest parts of the show. But that was definitely my favorite performance of the night. And um, I haven't watched the rest. So I stopped after SpongeBob this morning. That was as far as I got. Gotcha, gotcha. But um, anyway. What did you think of the band's visit? Um, from what I did saw. Did you know anything about it before I, you saw that number? I really didn't. And, and I think that's awesome that they're so... Um, so into the diversity side of that and, and really celebrating that. I think that is awesome. Um, 
that's all I know about it, though, is what I have they heard everything from it being. Uh, I don't know much about it either, so I'm not going to talk about it from any sense of knowledge. But from people who have actually seen it that I've talked to, I have heard all the way from that it was wonderful and heartfelt and beautiful to it was aggressively boring. <laughs> I loved that quote. Aggressively boring. Aggressively boring. <laughs> so no, you've got to stay there. Yeah, you like. <laughs> Just like yeah. watching paint dry. Um, so interesting. I think it's interesting what appeals to different people. And uh, yeah. We, oh, I was just going to say, we did also look at Bruce Springsteen's performance last night. Oh, yeah. Which we want to talk about aggressively boring. boring. <laughs> and yeah. this Plus, is coming from a Springsteen fan. Absolutely. That was the most boring, boring. Yeah. five and he's, a half minutes. He's saying what, like two lines? Yeah. He's and saying just two talked lines, about a lot of spoken. stuff. And said the M word three times. I just, I was not feeling it. And, you know. Right? <laughs> yes, <it> did. <laughs> Gross. The show has been praised. And I don't, I can't say that it's not great because I haven't seen it. But that performance was not a good representation yeah. of and from, what that show From what do. I understand, it was um, the, the whole reason for putting that on Broadway was to bring more people to Broadway that wouldn't normally be there. Yeah. Same as the the live shows on TV and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. You know, uh, Carrie uh, yeah. Underwood as Maria is not the best thing, right. but Ever. it gets people to watch. And they're doing that more and more. I mean, SpongeBob SquarePants a musical and Mean Girls a musical. These are things that not normal Broadway goers would go and see that are. Yeah. So that's You got to pay the bills you can't fault somehow. Them for that. Yeah. I don't mind it. Yeah. Anyway. So one last thing I would like to talk about just briefly, Robert De Niro needs to put a couple of dollars <laughs> in the politics jar. Oh my gosh. And the swear jar. Yeah. Both. What? Like to open I think a it's... Tony's presentation with that was... Here's what I think. You want to know what I think? What do you think? Since I'm the old lady. Are we going to have to bleep you out? <laughs> no. Okay. Here's what I think. Go ahead. I think that yes. the arts are always a commentary on the world. I, I do think that that is a thing, and I do think that you should have the right to, to talk about certain things, but I don't think that it is necessary to be vulgar for the sake of vulgarity. Mm-hmm. That yeah, is something that really bothers me. If you have a political statement, there were other people throughout the night mm-hmm. that made political statements. But they fit but in. But they with... fit in with what they were trying mm-hmm. to say. It wasn't an aggressive, vulgar to be vulgar right. statement. Look that at is Amy just my opinion. Now, yeah, people yeah, will great. come back to you and say, well, the president is vulgar as well, and I don't disagree, but that doesn't mean I have to be. It doesn't make that it doesn't, okay. It right, doesn't make right, it okay. And what, I don't think an eye for an eye in this situation is the right absolutely. answer. Or fighting fire with fire. Mm-hmm. I, I can think of very few instances mm-hmm. where I can see and sense that much love in a room than the mm-hmm. Tony Awards. And so to bring hate like that up yeah. onto the stage is really, really for, difficult. And for what reason? Right. I, it didn't have yeah. any... It just was... I to, didn't like it. And to call someone a hater and then Do and the then respond with thing? hate yeah. is... Not okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's it's frustrating. cool. I'm glad we're all in agreement. Oh, oh, yeah. I've been saying that for months now because <laughs> yeah. it's... You know. Anyway, Anyhow. we do need to move forward. Yes, um, indeed. Uh, we wanted that to was do good a, Tony's conversation. Yeah, it was Nice great. recap. 
Um, we, we wanted to do a Something Random Disco for you this week. Now, we do have some discoveries for you. Uh, Michael, would you like to start? Yes. Well, so um, this kind of bleeds over from the Tonys a little bit. Okay. But uh, I discovered that Rachel Bloom, who was backstage mm-hmm. for the In the Tonys, Big Crazy Hat. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love her so much. She... It's just wonderful. I found out that her husband actually did some writing for How I Mate Mother, which I'm watching currently. Oh, how weird. Um, yeah, because Neil Patrick Harris was throwing shade um, Rachel's way after the Tonys saying, like, who is this girl? And she said, um, we've met several times and... <laughs> My husband actually wrote for How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> oh, geez! So he was like being serious. He wasn't just joking I can't around. Tell it's hard to it's hard to tell because you know you got you like your uh, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman um, feud. Feud, yeah, but that's but totally it's all fake. oh, it's all staged and it's so much fun to watch. But but you can watch it with a lot more love because you know that they're just joking around. But you're not sure about the other. I can't quite tell. Oh, that's funny. It's unfortunate. How funny. Okay. Well, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, I have a little discovery here. Over the past few weeks, Sirius, as in Sirius XM, has oh. come out with a new app. They've updated the app. The app has been... Um, I've been using the app for a while now, but they've updated the app and they've added video. They've added, um, dis- you can discover all these new things and search and find it cool. Working my way around the Sirius app is fantastic now. And as you all know, I'm Howard Stern fan and they are showing videos from the show and all kinds of stuff. It's great. So it's it's radio adding some video. But video. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, because those of us that are... What a good idea. I know. Maybe somebody in the world should invent something that's kind of like radio, but you can see it. Yeah. <laughs> like in a little box in your living room? Maybe. Or, or, or in a your big bedroom. box. That, no one's ever going to buy no that. No one's going to no. do that's that. That's like a steam-powered engine. Catch I mean, what on. are we talking Jeez. about? Here? That's like the Jetsons. <laughs> if the God future. intended for us to watch things in a box, then... We would go to the theater. Yeah. <laughs> A black anyway, box for, theater. For those of us that are longtime <laughs> Howard Stern fans, it's fun to know that um, this is all coming back um, as much like it was on the E! Network decades ago, and now it's back and it's better and it's great. Nice. Michael, you're my favorite. <laughs> I'm so In a black box here. theater. <laughs> We're such nerds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is he your favorite because Laurie Metcalf's my favorite? Is that now, how it works? Yes. Okay. Oh, snap. I feel jealous. All right, Jelani, what's your you discovery? You have a TV on your arm. So what's your discovery don't even of the talk. week? Um, well, I have so many discoveries, but they're all very girly. And I was all trying right. to talk to Joel about them, and he was like, uh, okay, do that we one. We need a little more feminine energy in this show. <laughs> no, no. I, I want you to do the one that you think is the best discovery, as in the, something that the listeners would like to know about the most. Okay. Well, I'm going to talk about two things because, uh, as you know, if you're in the theater and you're around children, those are two very hazardous to your health things. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) So I am definitely um, lately relying more on essential oils. I was (laughs) hoping that was where you were going. (laughs) 
I told also, you he would love it. Um, so I am I am kind of on the DoTerra bandwagon right nice, now. Nice, nice. And they have a specific uh, blend that um, I have been using a lot called On Guard. On Guard. And you can dis- diffuse it, <laughs> and you can. I, you're just nodding away. I like that. Uh, you can diffuse it. You can. Uh, Put a couple drops put in a your couple, tea. Yep, you can put it in your bathtub. You can put a couple drops in your hands and inhale it. You can put it, it in your tea. In. There are yeah, there yeah, are beadlets that you can suck on. Yeah. He's got the beads on his necklace too. You see these yeah. things? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You have yeah. They're what do, you call, what do you call those things? Uh, they're lava stones. So he, I mean, that was his discovery so they, like, a couple weeks ago. Suck it up. So well, they they don't absorb it as quickly as your skin. So it just sits in there uh, until it evaporates. And, and then it kind of. Yeah. So I use that, and I use lavender a lot because I really struggle to sleep, mm. and I put it on my feet, and it is pretty great for that. And yeah, so and then the other thing which you guys might not know about is elderberry extract. Oh yeah, which is <laughs> one of the moms gave to me when I was really sick during ragtime, and I started taking it every day, just a spoonful, just a spoonful, just a spoonful of, of elderberry, elderberry extract. <laughs> extract it. Doesn't doesn't uh, roll off the tongue quite not as well, as, quite as easily. But it does. It's an immune booster. It helps your immune system. So yeah, those I are my love it. Great. I'm so glad you're on board with that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Health promotion. This is a good, all good thing. And I think there's lots of places. I I have a friend um, that uses DoTerra, and she kind of got me. I had used some other and other companies, and and uh, I'm really loving DoTerra. I think it's the best one. Great. They definitely pride themselves on their sourcing, um, mm-hmm. and and being really the most potent. Yeah, of, of all the and oils. if you even smell the two side by side, I was like, "Whoa, yeah. this is very different." <laughs> it's a stark contrast. Yeah. Well, I have something random for you guys this week. <gasps> oh, right. Yes. I don't know what that means. Um, yeah, this is. It's also along the lines of discovery because I discovered it this week, but it's also really random. So, I work at night these these days right now currently and the shops that I work in are really hot because it's hot during the day and then the hot air just sits in there at night so I open the the big garage doors um, which all the bugs come in I mean there's no way right. around it right absolutely unless I get a giant screen which is not or a going big to citronella candle well or a blend I, of essential oils I do have a bug zapper and some things like that but thing I've discovered recently that works the best is off bug spray, dry bug spray. It's dry, folks. What? It's you spray it on and it's just like an aroma that you spray on and it's not greasy or sticky. Ooh. It's dry spray. It's Where'd not a powder. King Super. No. What? Way. Your the local soups. grocery store, people. Crazy. That pants. is now only open until midnight, which is frustrating, but yes. it is. But it works wonders and I love it. You go to our same King, King Supers? They all are. Oh, well, they all are? Yeah, There's they, no 24 they, hours anymore? They just changed that That's rule. That's just stupid. I know. It's so silly. But they do have click lists, so they're back on the plus side for that. That's right. true. That's true. We are going to move on to six degrees. We're getting a little behind, so we're going to move on to oh, our yeah. six degrees of separation this week. Will you pass that over to Michael so he can draw a name out? Do I do take one? No, just Michael. No, He's just... going to draw from dead people. Okay. I am going to draw from comedy. 
And we are going to do this up. And let's go over the rules real quick. Uh, how we play Six Degrees is very simple. You just have to connect these two actors using six movies or TV shows or less. And you have to know the name of the actor, know the name of the movie. We have been putting five minutes on the clock, but we would also like to see if you can beat our record. So we're going to... Should we go for three? Well, or, let's just put five minutes on the clock okay. and see how long it takes us, you I get think. A clock so over. it has to be a movie or a TV. It can't be like, I saw them eating lunch together. No. Right. No. Or Somewhere. or okay. a music video or if they directed. Like, Only those television kind of shows and movies. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna, so that's the I'm real trick. I'm just going to guess. I'm going to be really bad at this Okay. Game. All right. You want to go first, Jill? I have someone who you're going to love. She has her own dance. Ooh, Molly Ringwald. Molly, Molly Ringwald. This should be pretty easy. I have Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Okay, yes, two redheads. Two Look at this. Two gingers. They must have done a movie together. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and start the clock, and away we go. Okay. Hmm. So. And you thought you got rid of me this episode. Hi, everybody. This is your humble host, Charles, just checking in to see how things are going. Hey, how are you? I miss you. I wasn't here for this episode, so we weren't able to talk, but I hope you're well. How is your mother? Is she doing okay? Say hi to your mother for me. Anyways, uh... Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm getting over uh, being a little sick and a little overwhelmed. So I had uh, I I took the week off. So I hope you're doing okay without me. But I just wanted to let you know kind of what we've got going on with something random, and uh, with the other podcasts that we've got going on. So first off, if you haven't heard, we are um, working with uh, NoCo FM, which is our podcast network slash streaming service slash potential radio we'll see we'll see what's going on but if you want to hear us streamed live you can listen to us on noco.fm noco.fm you can hear all of our podcasts you can hear working out the kinks you can hear talk and roll or you can hear something random on that um and if you haven't heard those other two podcasts, listen to those shows. They're really good. They're fantastic. Talk and Roll is my baby. I love it so much. It's, it's so much fun. We are also currently working on our short film and our feature film, which we're, we're hoping to get started here pretty quick. You should see a lot of cool information about that on our website. So please check out somethingrandommedia.com to check out any of our stuff. You can find all of our merch. You can find... Uh, some cool photography projects that we've worked on, some video projects that we worked on, pretty much everything we kind of lead back into something random media. So uh, we've got some really cool stuff. I've got some talk and roll stickers that are on my on my laptop right now, which I absolutely love. They're fantastic, and you should pick a couple up. It's great. It's a great way to help uh, support the pod. So, anyways, um, I'm gonna get back to the show. You guys, I uh, hope you're enjoying uh, your week without me, and I hope to hear from you soon. You can talk to us on social medias. We spend most of our time on Instagram, but you can uh, find us anywhere at Something Random Media. And as always, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the show, and I love you. Was that even two steps? That, was that just one was step? Brilliant. Woo! Okay, we are back. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, Look at this. I did it. Good. Look at this. Guest host for we, the win. Check this out. <laughs> A minute and eight seconds. Oh, okay. Can you beat it, folks? Now, 
This is a minute and eight seconds. Jalen helped us out. Okay, so we got Gene Wilder here, of course, right? He's in Young Frankenstein with Cloris Leachman, okay? Cloris Leachman was in Jalen. Facts of Life. The Facts of Life with Molly Molly Ringwald. Ringwald. How many degrees is that? We got Young Frankenstein. That's two degrees, people. These mics are suspended in the air. Otherwise, we would drop the mic. A minute and eight seconds. Way to go. You're welcome. High fives all around. You're welcome. Nice work. All right. Look at that. Well, now we caught back up to, you know, where we're supposed to be in the show. (laughs) I suppose so. Because we didn't waste too much time on that. That's (laughs) right. All right. I have another Famish for you. Famish. Oh, I'm so excited. Now, Famish, we we did last week. We started with Taylor Negron. um, Who originated the quote, Famish. That is correct. One thing I forgot to do was pull pictures of this person, so I'm going to do that really quick. Um, The reason I picked this person was for a couple reasons. One, I really love her. Do Um, we have to guess? You don't. No, you don't have to guess. Here's here's how it's going to work. I'm going to tell you her name. Um, If you know who she is, great. Uh, If you don't, I'm going to give you roles that she's played and things that she's been doing um, and a little bit of her credit history and see if you can come up with a face. If you can't, by the end of the bit, I'll show you her face and you're going to say, oh, her. And and he's not talking about um, auto loans and... And credit cards. That's correct. When he I'm says not. credit history, I, um, I get it. He's, he's resume. Michael, I'm a f- famous theater lady. I, I get it, but I also worked in banking for two years, and so. <laughs> but I did. I had it. to clarify that I in my own it. brain. You had to. Yes, I understand. <laughs> All right. So let me get back to my note here. Okay. So famous this week, we're looking at Kathleen Freeman. Kathleen Freeman. Do you know the name Kathleen Freeman? Ring any bells? I mean, the Freeman part does, but only because of Morgan. She's got dozens and dozens of popular TV show guest appearances. Oh. Was she on The Love Boat? I'm going to run through a couple of these. She was on The Love Boat. Okay. She was on... Oh, yeah. She was on Mr. Ed, Roseanne, Batman... Batman, the TV original series original with series. Adam West. Yes. Oh, okay. The Golden Girls, MacGyver, I Dream of Jeannie, Married with Children. She's also a very famous voiceover actress. Uh, she did the voice of Peggy's mother in uh, Married with Children. Okay. Um, the Beverly Hillbillies, The Lucy Show, Martin, Doogie Howser, Home Improvement, Party of Five, ER, Alfred Hitchcock Presents, Growing Pains, DuckTales, Rugrats, Caroline in the City, Donna Reed, Melrose Whoa. Place, Goodness. Coach, The Dick Van Dyke Show, what? Bonanza, Mama's Family, Major Dad, Beverly Hills, Nine Ah. What? Murphy Brown, which is coming back this fall, and I'm very wait. excited about. Elf, Tales from the Crypt, The Bill Cosby Show, <laughs> Kojak, Matlock, Chips, Father Knows Best, Simon and Simon, one of the best theme songs in television oh history. Gosh. Mr. Belvedere, My Three Sons, another great theme song. Hogan's Heroes, Mod Squad, L.A. Law, The Love Boat, Valerie, I knew it. The Facts of Life, Head of the Class, and Lassie. Lassie. What? Now, I know that was very general. <laughs> and and none of those were actual leading roles. None they of were, those were they roles. Were they were all just featured uh, featured guest spots. Now she was opposite Jerry Lewis in eleven feature films, including The Errand Boy, The Disorderly Orderly, and The Nutty Professor. Oh, 
She had small parts in The Fly, the original Fly, Joe Dirt, Shrek, and Fern Gully. She was Mother Mary Stigmata in The Blues Brothers, as well as her reprising the role in Blues Brothers 2000. Yeesh. She was Muriel, the mother gangster in Naked Gun 33 and a third. She was Max and Allison's teacher in Hocus Pocus. Does this help at all? No. A Hocus Pocus helps me. She was Microwave with Marge and Gremlins 2, the new batch. She was Enid, the angry landlady in Dragnet. Tom Hanks and Dan Aykroyd. Okay. Getting there at, at all close? I know you know I, her face. Okay, I'm sure, I'm I sure I'll recognize. This is what's going to give it away for you, Jalen. You share a musical theater role with her. She played Jeanette in the Full Monty. Oh, I know who she is. Yeah. Um, that's Gags and Echo. Echo. Yeah, that's how I know that name. That's I've how you listen to that CD. That's right. Times. I'm going to show you her picture, and you're going to say, "We know her. She's famous." Yep. I know exactly who oh, she is. Oh, her. Yes. Very nice. Oh, my oh, goodness. that lady. Yep. Ring yep. any bells? Now it yep. does. Max and Allison's teacher. And now I won't be able to not see her. Kathleen Freeman, folks. We love you, Kathleen. She has over 200 film and television credits. That is unbelievable. That's so cool. Um, she is... Her resume is just, it's through the roof. I mean, yeah. you heard the television shows. She's, um, and is she still working? No, she passed away in 2001 oh. at the age of 81. But she, um, she's one of those people you'd know her if you saw her. If you don't know the name and the roles didn't help, look her up. Go ahead and look up Kathleen oh, Freeman. Do. That's Kathleen with a K. And you're going to say, oh, that lady. And, so, you know, Josh Groban and Sarah Bareilles just dedicated a song, a song to people to exactly like, like her. Yep. And so the idea of this bit, since you, this is still kind of new, I want to re-explain it. This is to help us familiarize people's names that we don't normally know that we see all the time. Like Taylor Negron's one of those people. Kathleen Freeman. I've got gobs of ideas in my head for people that should be featured in I this segment. I love this idea. So, you've got jobs of ideas? Just, they're just, yeah, jobs. Steve Jobs. <laughs> That's right. It. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, yes. Yeah, so, mm, that's it's, that's it's your transition that's sound. That's your cue. <laughs> when I stop talking, that's <laughs> your cue. Goop, goop. Yes. <laughs> Googly goop. All right. So we've got a question from Reno on Snapchat. Mm -hmm. So is this a location or is this a person? Named Reno. Reno. Okay. This is a guy I've been chatting with for a long time. Right. His, his name, name is, is Reno? Or no, he his lives name in Reno. is Trevor, but he lives in Reno. So we call him oh, Reno. Okay. I love it. Yeah. I love Can it. We well, thanks so much, Trevor slash Reno. what his real name is. Yes. In case he didn't want to be, but whatever. No, so, he doesn't. Hi, Trevor. Reno says, love it when you guys talk about music and wish you would more often. What kind of stuff would you or do you play to get a party going? Yeah. We, were, we were just recently talking about this. You know, we were. And you, Joel, you are the one to answer this question because you are the, the DJ of house parties. Now, listen, uh, we were talking about this last week with the playlists. Jalen and I do have a lot of get-togethers, okay? We have theater people over. One thing we try not to play is musical theater. <laughs> okay, I try to stray from playing that at parties. Um, but stuff that I tend to throw in every playlist does... It, I do have a handful of those. I like to play Jessica by the Allman Brothers. It's just one of my favorite. That, you know that when it goes. Just it's it's a party hopping song, and I know you hate her. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't want to say you hate her. You hate it when I sing it to you. 
and that is Cardi B. I don't I hate think that song. Money moves. So, 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 do you think that um, a party playlist such as this should be all rise or rise and fall? Now, rise here's and fall. that's a very good question. You got to keep it going. You don't want the party to die. You don't want people to leave when it slows down. It gets boring. But you got to have an occasion. But you got to have a chill section. That's what REO Speedwagon is for. Mm. That's what roller skating rink songs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, okay. Phil Collins. I'm a huge Phil Collins fan. He can do that. You can also do it with, uh, um, you know, you can do it with Queen. There's a couple of Queen songs that, that are kind of chill and not as bouncy. I love the B-52s. They fit in any Great party, party playlist music. song. Groove is in the Heart by D-Light. But I also throw in Kiss oh, okay. um, and stuff like that. Springsteen's monologue to music? Sp- of yeah. course. That's the potty That's break. what you turn on when you want people to leave. Go home. You turn on Bruce Can I Springsteen's... tell a fun party Yeah, go ahead. S- uh, story? Sure. So we had a party a, a month or two ago, and one of the songs that it, I think is almost on every Joel playlist came on. Yeah. And it is a, a song that I know you know called Ring My Bell. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ring my bell. Ring my bell. That's Miss Anita Ward. Miss Anita Ward. Mm -hmm. That was bad. I take full blame for that. And (laughs) as we're listening to that song, one of the girls who's in the cast of Ragtime turns to me and says, oh, that's crazy. You're playing this song. That's my mom. That's my mom. And I said, what? What do you mean this is your mom? And Joel goes, Anita Ward is your mom? And she Um, goes... Yeah, she is. It, it, well, there was, it really yeah. was her. That's, that's her crazy. mother. There were a few more questions before that. I was like, "What do you mean, it's her mom?" She was like, "This song, this song, this is my, my mom. mom singing." I'm like, "She was like, your mom likes the song." I'm like, like there was you, a disconnect there yeah. for a minute. Oh, wow, but she but, was her actual mom. Yeah. That is crazy. I love it. So I do throw a ring my bell in the playlist. Yeah. Um, I like to put in ska music because I feel like everybody like likes Iron Frenzy. everybody likes ska and it doesn't get played as much as it should. So I throw in ska. Also, something you don't always hear unless you're at a sporting event: Rock and Roll Part Two by Gary Glitter. I always throw that in my party playlist. Mm-hmm. You know that song? It goes, "Hey, yeah, of course." The one they play at every baseball game ever and basketball game and yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm glad that you said that, that it should rise and fall, because... Absolutely. And so... Sometimes people just want a break. Exactly. And and as a as a wedding DJ, mm-hmm. it's it's a whole different animal, of course, but mm-hmm. um, I... But you have to have some slow songs in there for dancing. Exactly. You oh, got to throw some, throw some slow dances in there, and, and you really... Like, finding those transitional songs, I feel, is the biggest challenge, mm-hmm. to, to let it kind of ease off the really peppy stuff. That's why I say playlists are an art. You yep. do have to know how to do it. You can't go from I Can't Live by Harry Nilsson to Kiss by Prince. It right. just doesn't work. No, no, Joel's are very good. He makes our like, driving playlists, and nice. they're always good. And I'm going to be able to to uh, judge your wedding DJ talents, I think, later this summer, because I oh, believe you're DJing for Mr. For Chris Johnson's niece's wedding. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you cool. are. We'll talk later. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'll, yep. You know Her. who I'm talking about? I do now <laughs> because you struggled to pronounce it like me. <laughs> I'm going to have to work on that. <laughs> I think that's who it is. Um, so how much improvising do you do when it comes to these playlists? Very, very, very rarely. Okay. Unless someone comes up and says, can we hear... This well, song. at our parties, yeah. there's always a moment if it's a theater party and there are certain theater people there yeah. where we have to listen to Tom Jones. Delilah. Right. 
Right. Just a thing. Uh, but what, what but is it we like don't in New just, York City? We don't just listen to it. They, they sing it, it out as loud it as, as they can. Yeah. It's a whole production yeah. number. Yeah. But that's okay. That's what theater parties are for. Exactly. Exactly. At least yeah. that's what I think. Well, yeah. what, you got an essentials that you would love to hear at the next party you come to at our house? I don't, but you know, I You can I'm, send us requests ahead of time. Okay, cool, cool. I will I will think on that. But you know, I'm such a uh, I I before I even did a musical ever, I was into swing dance and salsa and mm-hmm. and social dance. And so those are those are usually my jam. Gotcha, I will listen okay. to right. to swing music or swing you know, swing swing. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, that's those toms. That's the that's standard a great sound. Yeah. Um, I actually like the um, the soundtrack version uh, by Mirabis to Shane from Swing Kids. Swing Kids. Yes. I love that whole sound. I love that oh movie, gosh. first it of is, all. That's a whole other tangent. What's my all-time favorite movie? That's my favorite movie. That soundtrack is so good, mm-hmm. and that movie is so good. I, I wore out the CD. I need to figure out how to. <laughs> you can probably just get it on the Apple iTunes probably or something. Some, yeah. Spotify, I, I, one of those. I do like to throw in those, those swing bands from the 90s that mm-hmm. when like swing was big again, and they mm-hmm. did. Brief uh, squirrel, squirrel nut, nut zippers, zippers and all the, yeah yes. those guys Jinx. and uh, cherry that. popping daddies and stuff like oh, that because yeah. that always seems to get people popping it's kind of like b52s does it's right uh, big bad voodoo daddy in that yeah. bad voodoo Real daddy bad okay voodoo daddy. Love um, them. squirrel nut zippers were just here we should have gone oh yeah oh yeah oh, nuts well nuts what are you gonna do squirrel nut zippers <laughs> um I do have a witch reel is real for you this oh, week oh man I love this game um I wasn't sure if we had enough time, but I think we do. I think so we, I'm going to run through this. it. Rock this out. All right. Jolene, this is how this works. Okay. Okay. I have four movies, uh, s- horror, s- science fiction type movies, f- old I'm movies. going to be terrible at this. No, no, no. no, no, no. You don't have to know anything about anything. Okay. These movies are, um, I'm going to give you a plot synopsis, and you have to tell me if the movie is real. Or, or if fake. it's fake. Okay. Okay. And are like, is one real and three are fake? I'm not going to tell you because last time we did this, it, it, it was, was two real and two game. fake. So yeah. it was kind oh, of. Oh, okay. So it's a, it's a whatever. So they could all be real. They could all be oh. fake. Could okay. Be two and two, three and one. Great. Okay. Um, since you're the guest, give me a number between one and four. Three. Three. All right. The Thing with Two Heads. Now, wait till I give you the whole full description before you answer. The Thing with Two Heads, 1972. A rich but racist man is dying and hatches an elaborate scheme for transplanting his head onto another man's body. His health deteriorates rapidly, and doctors are forced to transplant his head onto the only available candidate, a black man from death row. That... 1972? Yes. That has to be real. I vote real. I'm going to go ahead and say fake. Okay. All right. Pick your number. One, two, or four. Well, don't you tell us what the No, I'm going to tell you them all at the end. At the end. One, two, or four. Four, please. Four. Rat Kid. 1949. Out-of-work scientist James Woodrow is on the threshold of a scientific breakthrough. He believes he has invented a pure serum that will kill poisons and cure illnesses. Out of funds and unable to convince anyone to loan him money, he cannot find a test subject. He, deba- he debates trying the serum on himself, but declines after realizing he will not be able to make the necessary changes to his product if something goes wrong. So instead, he chooses his eight-year-old son as a test subject. 
At first, it seems everything has gone right. But upon a presentation at a scientific conference, his son deforms in front of everyone's eyes into a, scus into a disgusting rat-like boy. Real or fake? What year did you say? 49. I'm going to say real. Okay. Fake. Fake? All right. You're a dichotomic... Dichotomy. <laughs> no. Uh, diametrically opposed. Diametrically That's what it opposed. is. One or two? One. One. <clears throat> the Most Dangerous Game, 1932. After their luxury cabin cruiser crashes on a reef... Bob Rainsford finds himself washed ashore on a remote island. He finds a fortress-like house, and the owner, Count Zeroff, seems to be quite welcoming. Apart from Zeroff's servant Ivan, the only other people present are Eve Townbridge and her brother Martin, also survivors of their shipwreck. Other survivors are missing, however, Rainsford soon learns why. Zeroff releases them into his jungle island and then hunts them down in his grisly outdoor chess game. After Martin disappears, Bob realizes that he and Eve are to be the next pawns in Zeroff's deadly game. True. True? Yes. I yeah. also say true. Also say true? Yep. Okay. Last one. White Zombie, 1932. While traveling to New York, a couple are convinced by their new acquaintance to stay in Port Prince and get married in his mansion. However, the friend fell in love with the girl, and his real intention is to convince her to call off the wedding. When he realizes that the time is too short to seduce her, he visits the local witch doctor, who gives him a drug to transform her into a zombie. She dies immediately after the wedding, and her corpse is disputed by the friend and his sick love for her and the witch doctor that wants her for a zombie slave. Real or fake? Real. Real. Okay. All right. Here are the answers. The, okay. The thing with two heads. That is real. I knew it. <sighs> this, it, this, if you haven't seen this movie, you've got to find it. Rosie Greer, the football player. Is the body? Is the body. <laughs> and it's just his body with the guy like pressed up oh with gosh. his neck on his shoulder, or his chin on his shoulder. What? That's the special effects for this movie. That's magnificent. You got to check this movie out. Um, Rat Kid, that is fabricated. I made that one up. You, I just have to say, I am smart. Your writing style is so good. You know, like, he's that really you good. Blend in with these real ones. That's it's, what makes this game fun. It's very I know, hard it's to distinguish. Fun. You're not gonna believe this. I wrote that in the car on the way over here. <laughs> That's why he wouldn't talk. To That's me. why I wanted her to drive. <laughs> uh, the most dangerous game: the human zombie chess game. That is real. Do it. All right. Um, I haven't seen that one, but it sounds good. There it is. And finally, White Zombie, 1932, definitely real. Yes! I was watching it the other night when you came downstairs. It's that one with Bela Lugosi. He's oh, okay. the witch doctor. Um, great movie. That's one of my favorites. So, so I had a perfect score. You had a perfect score. Way to go. Nice. You guys should have me Jill on Jalen's just often. crushing it I today. I rushing the games. You go, girl. <laughs> Thanks, man. Oh, I right. love it. So <clears throat> we're going to go ahead and do a scene. We do. We have a scene for you. Oh, is this the last And this is, this is Jalen and Joel, yes. Okay. This is going to be Jalen and Joel. I don't know what this means, but whatever. Okay. So here's what we do, Jalen. Okay. You're going to draw a name. 
out of this cup. Okay. okay. I'm going to draw a name of a celebrity. Okay. Okay. You're going to do your best impression. As in the scene? Reading this script. Oh, dear. Okay. okay. This is one of my favorite movie oh, scenes. I believe it's also one of yours. It's it from is. When Harry, Harry Met Sally. Excellent. So go ahead and draw. Don't is... tell us who it is. Michael's going to guess. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Don't tell us who it is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Last week we had uh, Keanu Reeves and Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger doing okay. a scene from What About Bob? Right. So this is Great. the kind of, the kind of craziness that we do. not going to be good, but I'm going to do my best. Okay. Oh, man. I don't know if I can do it with this one. Okay. I got to do it. That's what I drew. Okay. okay. <clears throat> All right. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Her- from her- When Harry Met Sally. <laughs> uh, you, you realize, of course, uh, that we can never be friends. Why not? Well, what I'm saying is, uh, and this is not a come on in any way, uh, shape, or form, is that men and women can't be friends because the, uh, the sex part uh, always gets in the way. That's not true. I have a number of men friends, and there's no sex involved. Uh, no, you don't. Yes, I do. Uh, no, you don't. Yes, I do. Uh, you, you only think you, you only think you do. You're saying I don't. I'm having sex with these men without my knowledge. No, no. Uh, what I'm saying is they all want to have sex with you. They do not. Uh, do too. How do you know? Because no man can be friends with a woman uh, he finds attractive. He always wants to have sex with her. So you're saying that a man can be friends with a woman he finds unattractive? <laughs> uh, no, you, uh, you, you pretty much want to nail them too. What if they don't want to have sex with you? It doesn't matter, uh, because the sex thing is already out there, so the friendship is ultimately doomed, and uh, that is the end of the story. Well, I guess we're not going to be friends then. I guess not. That's too bad. You're the only person I knew in New York. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well done. All right. Michael, what do you say? Well, I I really think that Jalen was doing a Gilbert Gottfried. But... <laughs> no. See, I'm terrible. Now, I, I think yours is a girl. Is that it right? It is a girl. Oh, okay. it, that's right. You had like a special... Mine's a girl. Oh, then I got nothing. Who's the most obnoxious woman you know on television? <laughs> you are peaking the mics. You are peaking the mics with your impression. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Can you do her laugh? Yeah. <laughs> I have a guess. Go is for it, it. Is it the Fran Drescher? No. Oh, I thought it was Fran Drescher. <laughs> well, we're both I thought off. you'd for sure get it. Is it Roseanne? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was Fran Drescher. <laughs> Fran um, Drescher would have been real. much higher pitched. Uh, okay. Oh, all right. And then more like that. <laughs> oh, dear. And oh. she always sounds like a smoker. <laughs> what do you say uh, for me? Oh, man. I I think you... Oh, I'm not supposed to guess. I don't know I if have I guess. have a guess, so why don't you go Jeff for... Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum is what? correct. Yeah. Nice. Okay. I can't believe you didn't get my Roseanne. I suck. I, for some reason, I just kept thinking Fran Drescher. I, I didn't... You know. 
I would have gotten the Goldblum thing if you had done a little more of the stuttery. I thought I, I did I, do that. I, not really. It was, not it was pretty much. slow moving, but that's all right. That was still an excellent impression. <laughs> because life uh, finds a way. <laughs> all right. Oh, man. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. That was fun. Thank you, Jillian, so much for for being here. This was a blast, and we must do it again soon. I'll totally come on a different day. (laughs) Absolutely. So great. Thank you to all our listeners for joining us and hanging out with us, having some fun, playing some games. We're going to go ahead and call it a night, I think. So That's right. But yes. don't forget to send us emails, Snapchats, Instagram messages, Facebook messages. Leave us all the comments and send us your questions. Tell us what you love about the show, what you hate about the show, you and can, all that good stuff. You can find us on all the socials, uh, podcast at somethingrandommedia.com. You can... You know, find us wherever you find podcasts, I believe, except Spotify. And you can even find us on Google Plus if you still use that. Whoa. I don't know. So. Yeah. <laughs> so that is all. And uh, as there. always, I'm Michael C. Macbeth. My name is Joel. And with us today, thank you again for coming, is... Jalyn Courtney Webb. Boom. Thank you so much. Yes, you all have yourselves Thanks, y'all. a wonderful week. Bye. Yes. Yeah. Later.